so that our clients that with their processes are, are more efficient, that their tools are better integrated, that their, their brands more well understood, and that the right people are seeing the right message at the right time. If we can make that better at some level, then, then we've improved the human experience. You're listening to the Candy Shop Talk podcast brought to you by Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards Benchmark Research and hosted by Kevin W. Grossman. Talent Board is the first nonprofit research organization focused on elevating and promoting a quality candidate experience. Candy Shop Talk podcast welcomes Martin Burns, strategy consulting leader at HireClicks, and a proud Silver Candidate Experience Award sponsor. Listen in on how improving candidate experience impacts recruiting and the business bottom line. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on the Candy Shop Talk podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do today? Yeah, sure. Kevin, thanks for having me. I appreciate this. Always good to catch up with you. So, so I'm Martin Burns, obviously, and I work for Heraclix. Uh, my title is Strategy Consulting Leader, and I, I'm one of, one of two of us here who, who, lead, who lead the practice of our strategy for Heraclix. And Heraclix is, is a consultancy that focuses on making talent acquisition better for our clients. And we do that in a couple of different ways. What challenges are, are companies experiencing today as it relates to, and how, when, and how are you solving that as it relates to talent acquisition? That's a good question. Um, so lots of challenges, obviously. I think whenever you're dealing with the human element, which, which recruiting deals with on a regular basis, you know, the, the challenges are married and diverse. Along with that, there's technology challenges, growth challenges, compliance challenges. Where we are focusing in a lot lately, at least on the, on the strategy side, is helping our clients understand how to evolve, and, and I hate this term because it's buzzy, but transform. They're, you're going through transformation. And, and what that means is they're looking at their current technology, their current processes, their, their staffing levels, their alignments of sources of recruiting, their brand. They're, they're, they're measuring all of this and saying, geez, we're lacking a lot of these areas. How do we fix this? And that's where my team with CARA comes in. We, we, we're, 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 we're former practitioners and we're experts, I think. In, in solving problems like this. We've done it many times ourselves. We've helped large clients, some significant clients with these problems. So we have a good understanding of the global landscape of what's happening up there. And it kind of, if nothing else, mistakes to avoid, as well as wins to make and how to, how to get there. So, so we, have, we, we kind of know path towards success. And, and, and so the trans, any, any transformation is one of the biggest issues because it's just, we, we've, we've, kind of ban- we've kind of put together the past, we mean the industry, the past few decade or so, kind of jury rig processes and technologies and brand pieces to try and solve some significant problems. And we're finally at the point where we're looking at everything saying, geez, we kind of have to rebuild and, and, and not quite start over, but certainly fundamentally you know, restructure pieces of our, of our approaches. And, and we, we, we help there. Then on the ad side, there's, there's a, we, we think, I mean, we've, we feel drive this actually at higher clicks. There's a real strong push to get into more of a consumer ad driven mo- model uh, for, for, for corporations where they're starting to view themselves as more of an Amazon type model of, of advertising, uh, Facebook and whatnot, and less to sort of post and pray on Indeed. So the idea you can actually put your ads in the right places and do content marketing and create conversations and really understand your traffic and measure it and fine tune it, you know, that, that's, that's a, a big shift to a recent happening. And there's a real need for that too. So let's get a little bit 
more specific, at least as it relates to differentiating, because, you know, there, as you know, um, mm-hmm. at higher clicks, there are competitors, big and small, that do uh, do similar things, if not definitely big swaths of overlap of the kinds of services that you offer. So, but higher clicks does it better, right, than anybody else. And Absolutely. I want to... Give me an ex- give us an example though of like something recently, and it can be anecdotal, and you don't even have to reference the customer name um, if if you don't want to, and you can't. But what is? Give me an idea of something that you've helped transform. Can you? Do you have a story to share? Yeah, and, and I'll keep it. I'm gonna keep it general. I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of driving buses over my competition because because good people everywhere, and if we didn't have competitors, I'd be worried. Yeah, that means we're in the wrong spot. Right? Right? <laughs> That's a good point, Martin. Yeah, Very so, good point. yeah, yeah. Right. so they're kind of, kind of validating our, our, our space. But where I think we, we come in, we're a little bit different. Just to understand what we, we differ, differentiate is we offer, you know, we, have, we have ad services, we have creative services, we have consulting services, we, 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 we have technology and integration services as well and, and, and beyond. So we offer, I think, a broader spread to our clients. Um, it's supposed to be simply a brand, and not, simply is the wrong phrase, but purely a brand agency, purely vendor management, purely integration, purely strategy consulting. Being able to offer all of that, we think helps us dif- differentiate. Um, in terms of you know, sort of some wins or why we're kind of winning out there in the marketplace is because we're agnostic when it comes to technology. So we will partner with a number of vendors on the technology side, a number of platforms, but we won't actually build our own technology ever and sell it. We, we, want, we want to stay agnostic. We want to recommend the best solution to our clients. And, and that's helped us quite a bit, actually. So if a client's working with a vendor where they're buying the technology and their services together, it, it's hard to get good advice unbiased advice from the services team because if you're looking to buy say a new this is this is not specific looking to buy a new referral technology and your service provider your consulting team also sells a, a, a referral technology they're going to recommend it it's mm-hmm. just your baby's always the prettiest right so 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 by not doing that it gives us i think a chance to really be white hats and agnostic in the industry the second thing too is that we we don't take any 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 referral fees from these tech vendors when we recommend solutions and that's kind of a common practice up there and we we, we think that again gives us a chance to really say no we really are looking for for the best thing for our clients and the funny anecdote story, I guess, I guess I can give you is from HR Tech. We we were at a booth and we were approached by a by a vendor from Europe. They're a new a new platform, and they're into the U.S. market. And they said, of course, we want an agreement with you. We want we want to get, do an NDA and make sure you understand what we do. So when your clients are looking at tools like ours, we're in the running at least. And you, and we said that makes sense. It's great. We 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 want that. We want to know what we're, we're voracious technology geeks, right? So the the more we know about something, the better because it's fun for us. And by the way, Kevin, as a side note, when I was 14 years old and reading poetry in, in, in my room, I never thought I'd be a technology geek for recruiting technology. It's a weird <laughs> path my life's taken. But that, that, that aside, that aside. So they, they, they said, so we, so we get that. We, we understand. We just want to know more about you. And but let's definitely talk about you know, some training for our people. And so for recommending you and we understand what you actually do and where you fit in. And they said, great. And of course, we'll do it in our vendor agreement. We'll give you 10% of any deal um, for bringing us in. Or even five or five, 10%. And which is kind of the standard up there um, the range that, they, they, that you generally get offered. And we said, well, we don't do that. And they paused for a moment and they looked kind of surprised. And they said, well, how do we thank you? And I said, well, don't be jerks. You treat our clients well. <laughs> we recommend you in. Don't make us look bad and, and give us some time. Train us. We just want to know what you're all about and understand you. So give us some of your time. And play nicely, and and that's all we ask for. That's what we want. So it's interesting. It's a, it really surprises a lot of vendors when we 
when we, we, we say that because it, it makes us a bit different, but we think it's important. Oh, I agree with you on that. I think it's going to be important for not only doing future business with, with your customers that you're recommending these solutions to in the first place, but also um, even in, in referral business that potentially you were going to want to get. And I can tell you right now, I never thought that when I was 14 years old that I would be um, podcasting with a recruiting technology geek either. <laughs> there you go. That, see, that, that was the punchline I was going for. I appreciate it. Right? So, no, but but... That said, and speaking of treating your customers well and getting referrals and repeat business and all that good stuff, I wanted to kind of segue a little bit because you know you're, you are working with talent acquisition leaders and their teams and helping companies to improve their overall recruitment and again, transform it as you were saying at the beginning of the podcast. How do you think the work that you're doing directly improves how candidates are being treated today? Can you give me an example or two? Yeah, and I'll, I'll kind of talk broadly as I, as I sort of rifle through my head some examples because there, there definitely are a few. But I think broadly, if, if we're, interesting, we're, we're kind of a mission-driven group here at HireClicks. I, I know I am for sure, and, and Neil, our founder is, and Carrie is too, and, and that's across the organization. And our feeling is, without getting too kind of preachy, that recruiting is, is an incredibly important activity that humans do, that, that job change is incredibly stressful and it's gotten worse, not better, in the past decade or so as we've been putting up more barriers and hoops in front of the job seeker. So if we can solve some of that stress, if we can be sort of plumbers, and that's, that's one of our jokes in the office, we're just plumbers. We come in, yeah, we're, the, we're the seven doors, we're marching and fixing things behind the scenes. But if we can help with that and make it better so that our clients, that with their processes are, are, are more efficient, that their tools are better integrated, that their, their brands are more well understood, and that the right people are seeing the right message at the right time, if we can make that better at some level, then, then we've improved the human experience. We actually have done some of that. We're doing some good in our life. But, but, and so in terms of making things better, we, we've had clients who have had 100 plus uh, job fill, you know, repairing ranges, or it takes 100 days to fill a job, right? So, yeah, um, and that's terrifying. We, we, help, we help shrink that. We help cut it in half or down to, even down to 30%. And a lot of times it, comes, it just comes down to process. That they, they, they've, they're so big and large and global. They've layered they've acquisitions. They've, they've, they've changed management. They've changed styles. They've layered process on top, top, top of process. And we will come in and take a global look at it and start diving down and saying, well, this piece doesn't make sense here. This is taking too long. This is this, this, you were doing this five years ago for this reason, but you don't need it anymore. Let's fix that piece of it. And by fixing the process, we improve things. Then we look at technology. We look at their data flow. And by data, I mean people. So let's, let's be honest here. So, so, but we look at their data on people flow um, going from tool to tool and seeing leaks and seeing where things are getting lost. So we, we fix that. We make that better. So the right people are getting, getting jobs more, more rapidly at the right time. So we're trying to lower stress levels for, for, for candidates and, for, and frankly for recruiters too, because they're also a key part of this. They're, they're trying, to, trying to fill a job when you're being yelled at by a hiring manager and you can't fill the job because your tools are failing or because you have the wrong licenses or your ATS was configured improperly or your brand is bad or any number of things. That's frustrating. And I've been a recruiter for years. I understand that. I've lived this life. I've been in the trenches. Then I've managed, managed recruiters. I get the pain points. And if we can fix some of that on the recruiter side, it's better, better there too. Well, absolutely. And you know this better than anybody as well, that recruiting is the business of no. I mean, yeah. 99 out of 100 times for any job that's out there, people aren't getting the job, period. Mm -hmm. So there's already this, as I've been saying recently, just because it's the holiday time, 
and I'm, I've got pies on the mind. I just love love my pies, right? <laughs> we the negative sentiment that is already baked into that crust, and so no matter how yummy you try to make that recruiting pie, it, it's still there, right? Because mm-hmm. again, that's it, it's already that's just part of the messy business transaction that recruiting is, was mm-hmm. having to say no so many times. But it's those incremental improvements, the things that you're working on with your customers that over time, um, near-term and, and long-term, can make a huge difference in, in, in me at least feeling like it was a fair process as the candidate, right? Even though I, I, nine out of 10 of us aren't gonna get the job, um, I feel more fair about that. And I think that's, that's really what we're talking about. This is not about making every single candidate happy. This is never gonna happen in a million years. It's just unrealistic, right? And that, that's that can you imagine if and this is something that I, I've, I've got i've got a pet project that and you know, kind of kind of moonshot thing i've been talking to a few people in the industry that i, I think are great who are, who are thinking the same way and sort of are technical and the right areas and, and a few folks outside of the industry too can, can you imagine if we get to a point where, where, where the job where, where, the, where the right job finds the right person at the right time oh great yeah based on behaviors based on based on needed behaviors um, and, and, and the way to power that, I mean, you need a massive data set. So you need like a Google level data set, something like that. And it, it, but if we can get there, it, it won't ever cut down on that disappointment factor. Yes. But instead of say nine out of, out of 10, not getting it, you have two out of three. And those two, those two are still teed up for the right thing when it comes along. So getting better at that, at targeting, I think is going to be key. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I think that again, will that, that improves. And I think that, you know, even today in such a tight job market that we have with unemployment being as low as it is, there are still millions of unemployable people out there in the United mm-hmm. States of America sure. that, sure. Um, that aren't being matched with potentially maybe jobs they could either skill up to or they're, they're just not there for. So I would, I'd be behind that initiative, Mr. Wholeheartedly. Let's shift a little bit about speaking of, of reporting and results. Based on the work that you do, again, this transformative work across uh, the talent acquisition spectrum, how are you reporting back to your customers and, and their executive leadership but based and so that they know that, listen, the, the return is there, the work has been done, and we've seen results X, Y, and Z? How, how are you reporting back? Yeah, yeah, sure. There's, there, then there's a bunch of ways. And I, I could go on about this for a while, so I'll try to keep it concise. Yeah, we're um, we're metrics geeks here, really data driven. So, as an example, on the on the ad side, we measure every dollar you spend, and we measure down to down to down to your hire. So, and this was revolutionary. When we started doing it. We still we're still kind of unique for this, in that we, we don't just go to your apply layer. We we we, we go into your ATS. If we're working with a client, we, we want ATS access, or some or some of get again pulling reports out of, out of the ATS because we want to see what every click does down to hire. And, and then and not just down to the hire, but down also to your quality applicants. So let's say you, you, you've got one source that drives in 1,000 applicants, the other one drives in 500, the other one drives in 200, A, B, and C. And if, if you're looking simply at the, the click to apply ratio, which is, what, which is what most admins will give you, that 1,000 looks awesome. 1,000 applies, oh my gosh. And let's assume then from 1,000 applies, we get this many, many hires because you're, you're doing a funnel thing, kind of backdating on your side as, as a leader, as, as an operations person in the, in the, corporate, in the corporate side. But, but, you work, but you don't actually know that for sure. And quite often what happens is those 1,000 applies, you get one hire out of it and you get 999 people who are swamping your recruiters. But then source C is driving in 200 applies in 150 hires, but source C looks like the worst because it at least applies. But if you can track down to the higher layer and say, wow, this is a better quality source, 
And hey, B over here, they're in the middle, but a lot of their candidates didn't get hired, but they made the second round of interviews. So they're probably a quality source. But source A, which is really expensive, and we're paying per click and apply, and they're really expensive, and we thought they were great, but now that we understand what they're doing in the ATS, we can stop them. Let's, let's dial that down. So we, we look at metrics like that. We want to measure every dollar you spend. And it can be across multiple, multiple, multiple sites. If, you, if someone looks at your job in Indeed and then checks Glassdoor and then applies via LinkedIn, we want to measure all of that too. So we, we're seeing true source attributions. We understand what the real journey is of, 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 of that final hire, who's doing what to really drive in your quality. So, so we measure a lot there. That's, that's, that's one example of metrics we deliver to our clients that they, on a weekly basis, or, 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 or even more rapidly if you want that, or, or less rapidly depending on their their availability, but we really want to make sure our clients understand their spend, their effectiveness, what the reds are really doing out there, and when to pivot and how to pivot. So, we, so that's one thing we deliver to, to and exactly love that. I mean, your, your CFO or your finance team loves understanding where your ad dollars are going. Oh, absolutely. You know, I yeah. mean, there's that old, there's that old saying um, from an ad exec who said, half my ad dollars are working. The problem is, I don't know which half it is. Right. Now, <laughs> now, now, now you know the whole thing. And, and, and that's totally possible and doable. And if, you, if you're not doing that right now as a leader, you should be. Absolutely, Martin. So Martin, listen, tell me something top secret. What's coming? Just us. I'm not going to tell anybody, I promise. <laughs> oh, sure. What, what, no what's up? This isn't what's, even recorded, right? Is this just no, talking? It's yeah, just awesome. Good. Pretending that it's... No, but seriously, though, is there anything coming come in, um, in 2018 that you guys are excited about that you can share with us? I mean, growth, I think, is, is, is part of it. We're not, we're not a product company, so there's, there's no roadmap right. for products. Right. Things like that. But, but as far as just the company itself, we're... we're we're growing rapidly. It's it's a it's a managed pace, but it's a good pace. We're expanding services. We've really built out our design team this past year. We'll keep expanding that piece, um, adding more operating services. You know, we're we're really kicking kicking butt there. It's been amazing as far as the creative and the the writing goes. Um, on the consulting side, we're hiring. We'll be adding more to the team over the next twelve months. So you know, kind of kind of stay tuned. We have some some people in process right now. We'll, we'll be adding onto that. We're picking up some pretty significant clients, doing some pretty interesting global work, which which we which we're really thrilled about as well. And that's that's really fun for us. I, I always tell people when they ask what I do for a living, I say, well, I'm kind of a firefighter, and that I like running into burning buildings. <laughs> like you know, if if I hear that the client's got a lot of problems, I'm super happy. Sure, it's things to fix. So there's a lot of that coming up for us. And so the growth, the growth is exciting for us. Um, you know, the, it's, 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 it's the only problem we really have coming up in the next 12 months is maintaining our culture as we grow. Um, Cause that's, that's, we have a unique culture here as I, as I think, you know, we're in a really amazing one. Oh yeah. So, so, so keeping, keeping that in place is important to us, but yeah, we're growing. And that's it's, fun. That's tough to, that's, that is kind of tough to do when you do grow. And especially if you start getting individuals that are from um, even, even outside of the area, if you have any remote employees and just growing the team, even there where you guys are at, I mean, that can, that can, but kudos to you though. I mean, that's very exciting. Look forward to 2018. One of the last couple of questions, Martin, that I want to ask you, one is really simply, you know, why does HireClick support the candidate experience boards and talent board? What, why is it that you chose to associate with this program? And we believe in it. I mean, it's, to us, it's a no-brainer. Your clients get, your companies get incredible data at no cost that helps them make, make the hiring process better and improves their candidate experience. And I was recommending you, we were talking to a prospect on the phone just a couple of days ago, and I said, one thing you, you have to do, no matter what else happens, if we sign with you or don't sign with you, you must apply for the candidates because the data is amazing. So we support it. We think, we think it's really important and we're, we're really grateful it exists. Excellent. Well, listen, thank you again for your generous support. The last thing I want to ask you, Martin, 
that I always like to ask all my guests, and you, you've done a podcast with me before, so you know that I like to, to get personal. I'm not going to make you cry, though. That's not what this is about. <laughs> but, um, no, just, but seriously, though, outside of everything work-related that we've been talking about, and to kind of play tongue-in-cheek on our affectionately na- known name as the Candies, what else does Martin have a sweet tooth for outside of work? Uh, um, so I've got two amazing kids yep. and so time with them is, is, is one of my favorite things in the world. You know, Nerf gun fights with my, with my son and his friends is, is awesome. You know, doing our project with my daughter, all kinds of things like that. So the family stuff's really important. Um, you know, travel, I, I'm a huge traveler. I like seeing weird, unexplored places in the world and trying new foods out to so love that. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty big reader, so I, I tend to consume books and I'll be reading three or four at any, any given time. It's just part of my nature. Um, in, in writing, uh, I, I write poetry still for some strange reason. Nobody reads it. Uh, but so there's a bit of a hobby there. Uh, you know, just kind of hacking around, enjoying life, uh, meeting new people, just experiencing this incredible planet of ours. I would agree with you on that. And I am a fellow writer myself and, and um, don't write as much poetry as I, as I used to because I used to be very much... Uh, a poet and I and I know it, although that's not the way you say the phrase. But I but I do still write the occasional uh, love poem for my wife. So there you go. Martin, thank you so much for being on the Candy Shop Talk podcast and best of luck to you and the whole Higher Clicks team in 2018. And I look forward to seeing you again in person soon. Yeah, but same, same to you all around and, and, and much success to the candies too. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Candy Shop Talk podcast. For more information about Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Benchmark Research, visit www.thetalentboard.org.